Hello, uh, this is Andre. I'm sorry for recording an episode after so long. I hope you've been well. I just moved to a new city and started a new job, and a lot has been going on in my life. Uh, so, so yeah, here I am. And today I wanted to talk to you about how slash why a systems analysis type of role might be the role for you. So hope you're hope you're ready for that. And um, yeah, so. Basically, I actually did not know too much about what systems analysis or being a systems analyst or systems engineer meant until I started this job. And I should mention that my blog posts and podcast episodes and all of this content I make is just purely like a personal blog kind of thing. It is not professional or um, official communication from any of the organizations that I've been working at, which um, I guess I'll quickly go over my career. So I did a, a PhD in physics uh, with the subfield of particle astrophysics at Ohio State University. And then I graduated and my first job was actually as a defense consultant um, at Booz Allen Hamilton. Uh, and I was um, uh, the site I worked at was mainly at Wright Pad. Uh, Wright Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio. So there, I was at client site, in other words, uh, almost from day one. And um, there I learned a lot. And then I moved on to actually become a government employee at Wright Pat. So some of my clients hired me on and that was my next job. And now I'm at, in my third uh, job since uh, leaving academia, which is at MIT Lincoln Lab. So it's almost like a little bit in between academia and industry. So actually... Maybe I shouldn't say that I have totally left academia since now I'm working in a lab which is associated with the school. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I, uh, I, it's been nice because I would say my first job at Booz Allen was kind of like the most corporate-y of these three jobs, uh, being part of a company which is obviously like a profit-making company. Um, and, you know, like they care about... Uh, like what their earnings are every quarter and like distributing, um, I don't know, shares, dividends, whatever to the shareholders, like making money. Basically, they want to make money off of uh, mainly government work. Um, and then I did government, which is on the other side of the spectrum, which is because government is obviously not for profit. It's it's uh, public for the public service um, work. And so it's 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 just an, on the other end of the spectrum and now I feel like now at MIT Lincoln Lab I'm sort of in the middle where it's not for profit which I like and then also it's not quite um, as governmenty as the government but it's very pretty darn close to being a uh, government I would say because it's basically MIT Lincoln Lab is a trusted government partner or an FFRDC federally funded uh, research and development center I believe is what that stands for um, lab and so me we mainly do government work at this lab um, but the setting I would say that the overall setup of how this government work is done is kind of different based on where you are at Booz Allen government or MIT Lincoln lab and I kind of go over that in my I believe in my previous episode of this podcast and also on my blog how to phd.org slash blog Sorry about the noise. I'm outside walking. Um, but anyway, coming back to my current role, that is mainly where I'm working on systems analysis. And I'd, I had heard of systems analysis in my previous roles, but I never quite understood um, what people meant by them. So 
I, I will try to, in a few words here, in this episode, kind of talk about it and then you can think about it for yourself and see if this is sounds like it might be a good fit for you because I feel like there is many ways to do technical work and that is the topic today like I mostly have experience in um, doing technical work performing technical work um, ever since leaving academia of course in academia too I did technical work and I did have technical leadership within the research group and collaboration, stuff like that. And then I've kind of continued that in industry or in post-academic work as well, which is it's mainly technically focused. And I'm still pretty early on in my career, so it's not too surprising that I'm still doing technical work. And it's actually a whole another question about um, if someone wanted to become more administrative or purely leadership uh, in administration type of uh, way then that would be a different path. And I've kind of stuck to the technical path so far. So I will say, though, that in different roles, it's a varying degree of technical work that you are able to do. So, for example, I kind of moved to this current role now at MIT Lincoln Lab because I was looking to be more technical and stay technical because in my previous job in the government, one of the reasons that I felt that it was not exactly the right the most perfect fit, even though it was very wonderful in many ways um, and a very, very big opportunity um, that I had. So, of course, absolutely no complaints or regrets about that. But I did notice that in the government, even if you're a technical person, the push was towards becoming uh, more administrative, kind of more like a managerial and you basically end up taking on leadership roles that may be technical in nature but in the end as you have more and more of this kind of responsibility you do less and less of the technical work yourself and actually you know over the years if you did less and less technical work it's but natural that you'll kind of lose that touch with the technical work and the technical edge and like where the cutting edge of things are and so I was a little afraid of that happening too early in my career and I wanted to spend some more years doing purely technical work even if there was leadership opportunities that's more technical leadership but having kind of keeping that edge in the technical uh, field of everything that was that was a big thing for me and I'm kind of like that's that's just how I'm designing my career at this point I'm not saying this is the end-all be-all of everything because I'm still early on I'm still within I think five years of post-academic work so that's why I was like okay you know MIT they do a lot of really good technical work. Uh, let me try. Let me take this. Even though it seemed like a bit of a risky -er move. Like, I don't think it's risky in general to work at MIT. But I'm just saying, like, going from government to something non-government can feel like a little bit more risky since government has so much stability and such good benefits. So anyway, um, I digress. <laughs> but uh, at MIT... I'm actually in a systems analysis group. So basically, the bottom line for systems analysis, I would still say, is to solve a problem. So whether, you know, the group calls itself like a, a, a more building of tools kind of group or a more in the nitty gritty kind of group, because big picture systems analysis is just a little bit more big picture than working on something very specific and building out the tools for something very specific so as opposed to say for example like 
say you have a problem and you get to work on sort of the big picture of that problem versus say building out like the best possible tool to solve a particular part of that problem so i would say systems analysis is more big picture architecting it's more in line with looking at a problem at a kind of a higher level and trying to come up with a probably like a fast solution like the fastest possible solution because not every problem is going to have a fast solution but the fastest possible solution you can do like a fast um kind of analysis that you can do to say well this should be the this is how this problem should be solved in detail but like here's the here's the big picture analysis for how this should work um and it takes into account the bigger picture of that problem versus another group might be working on a very specific tool that helps to solve a very specific part of that problem and that is a very important thing too you want to have good tools you want to have um you know detailed uh work as well so systems analysis is is basically it doesn't get into the nitty-gritty of every little thing in the problem but more of a big picture uh way of solving the problem but i would what i would um stress here is that you still have to end up solving a problem it doesn't it may differ at what level you're solving the problem whether it's in the nitty-gritty like one little part of the problem or a bigger picture level but you still have to show some kind of analysis some kind of work and it has to be like technically sound and it has it's still technical work to solve a problem but at a higher level or giving or, or architecting out a plan to solve a problem but you're backing it up with technical analysis so that's what systems analysis is um now that i do that for my job here in this uh current role but because in you know in the past i had met people who were kind of like calling themselves systems and analysis people but i didn't really know exactly what they did um and that could just be because of the the exact roles they were in it just seemed like you know like sometimes people throw around like powerpoint engineering basically you make a bunch of slides um and you give a powerpoint talk on something and it's mainly ideas and concepts um and but the thing is like even something like that can have varying levels of technicality where some sli- some some powerpoint slides are just literally only concepts and the concepts are not really fleshed out um and they don't seem very technical whereas you know other others might be a bit more technical or a lot more technical and if you did some analysis if you did some work to show certain some of the things you're proposing then it becomes a much more technical talk so i would say there depending on where you are which group which lab at MIT things t- tend to be very highly technical high quality um and 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 pretty much there is a very high standard to um, what's presented what what the what the end product is uh you know for any group whether or or any any kind of work so um so i think that might have been part of it is that i just didn't see uh examples of systems analysis work being done um at an organization like MIT in the past and now I have seen this and so now I can talk about it and I feel feel a bit more comfortable about what it even means um 
and and yeah so why this might end up being up your alley is i really like it and um coming from a physics background and now doing work post academia being exposed to all kinds of different problems like i'm still working in a particular niche um without going into too much detail about exactly what i work on but it's still a niche but it's still at this level of like like you really have to choose like do you like building tools for the sake of building tools because you might not get to use those tools or do you want to take the tools that someone has has built and then you leverage those tools in fact you might leverage several groups several people's tools to solve a more broad and bigger picture problem so that's those are the two things and i've found that i'm the latter kind of person i'm not necessarily um interested in building a tool say like matlab there is a whole company right mathworks that builds matlab um and those people they're software engineers technical writers you know all all kinds of people are working at mathworks and they're building a tool some of these people of course i mean some of them work on simulink some of them work on matlab they 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 come some of them work on the documentation for matlab you know like all of this is going towards creating a kickass tool uh versus um using the tool. I'm the type of person who likes to use MATLAB and use Python and use these types of tools for analysis because you know even MATLAB and Python you can use to build another tool, right? So I'm not against building tools, but they have to very directly affect my analysis. So I'm more of an analyst versus like building or developing a tool for the sake of building and developing a great tool that other people will use. So I think that's it's a systems analysis that systems is a bit more like bigger picture than like a very specific thing right so it's kind of like it's still engineering it's still a, there's still a science to all of this um and i think my ex- like background as a scientist helps a lot because for example data science is part of my job now you know and like data science it greatly helps to understand the scientific process when you're doing data science because it's fine with data right so i think it's um been through the whole rigor rigor of the scientific method um and also so i did physics i did physics actually with rf techniques um and although some of that work does have overlap with what i do now like purely astrophysics is not exactly what i get to do right now right so it's not exactly what i trained for but it's a lot of the transferable skills that i'm kind of using in this job so i just want to be at this point you know living academia i just want to be working on interesting problems and um just playing with you know great tools that do great things to then to then help me out with my hopefully great analysis right so it's just that's the kind of projects i like working on and that's what i get to do in a systems analysis group and i also think that in a group like this you get to work on a lot of different problems whereas if you're focused on a specific kind of project or a specific kind of tool uh, that you're building then it might be 
a little bit less diverse as far as the types of projects you get to work on. And also, I think in this type of group, you can get away without being like a real expert, like a really big expert in any particular topic. And you're just like tackling whatever comes at you. Um, and also the lengths of the projects uh, seems to be a bit more like 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 shorter shorter term basically so i think a systems analysis uh project is is pro- it's probably safe to say that it's a bit shorter term and i and by short term i don't mean like a day or two it's probably still at the level of like months um or so but it's not probably years and years and years um and then also it's bigger picture you i find it to be very satisfying because i feel like i'm helping with like a bigger picture problem solving but just keep in mind that it's still about problem solving and it's still about technical work i'm just using tools more than creating new tools i'm leveraging a lot of different tools and I, and of course i'm creating some uh kind of uh workflow some kind of tool but it's more directly associated with this particular analysis i'm not trying to make a tool that a lot of people will use so there's a big difference between i feel like uh people who make a tool that a lot of people will use versus people who make a tool for their own particular project right so i wanted to stress that and that's the case with uh systems analysis so that's the kind of thing that i'm really um excited about in this uh work and i thought i would share with you exactly like what the det- you know like as much detail as i as i can get uh to kind of give you an idea what that what this type of work looks like and i think if you resonate and if you think that this is the type of work that you might be interested in too this is a good option so if you look at jobs on linkedin or if you're you know job searching and you see this you see systems analysis and you're wondering what the heck does that mean you know or you might see systems engineering or systems analyst or systems um i don't even know uh <laughs> analysis engineer maybe i don't know and you can always ask to in your job interviews um when it you know when it comes to like understanding what these things mean uh and and maybe they can elaborate but yeah as far as my day to day I would um say that I use a lot of Python and MATLAB are my main tools that I love using. Some people use only MATLAB and some people use only Python. I would say I really like the aspects of both and they both have strengths that I like to leverage um in you know where it makes sense. So that's why I use both. I'm also like very agnostic as far as programming languages and things like that. I feel like I'm one of those people who don't really care about the programming language too much. It's about the problem and how like like getting that solved and getting that done like getting that getting things done as fast as i can it's not about like oh my god i really love c and i will not do anything with anything else you know like i'm not really like that i'm not that focused or specific about the programming languages and i and maybe some people are and and they are a different kind of people they might be um a bit more about the you know building out tools um as i was describing above so <laughs> so um so yeah that's what i do and of course i do a lot of powerpoint like i would say it's mainly like you know working with uh these tools to do the analysis and then uh creating powerpoint presentations like slides on this work and presenting that internally or um to the clients or whatever and this is something that i've been doing for a while like even in grad school i did this right like this is very um 
this is very common in academia so i think all of that transfers over in this type of role like it's i'm very comfortable like i feel like i've been doing this kind of thing for 13 years now like total uh with academia plus industry work so so yeah it it really flows like naturally for me um so like yeah you just so what i do it's i do technical work and then i brief the technical work in the form of mainly like powerpoint presentations and you're you do spend quite a bit of time on making the presentations creating the documentation in the form of those presentations and of course you might have to another big part of this is communication communicating with other people communicating with other group members or other um like members in your own group versus also just other groups in general to make sure that you're leveraging all the tools that are out there because the whole point as i was mentioning is about creating um the tool uh, or create creating the doing the analysis it's not about creating the tools so if there is um if there is tools that you can already leverage if there is work that's already done that you can leverage then it's very much advisable you should leverage uh that work right so that's why i think um having good communication and leadership skills is actually very important for a role like this because you still have to um like you kind of have to kind of get to know everybody um in the sense of who is working on what and now that doesn't mean like i'm very like all the time like i'm chatting with people all the time i just i just <laughs> i just chat with enough people to know what enough people are working on and what tools may already be out there and i ask questions and you know i get that done and then i use uh or try to leverage as much as i can for uh my work so that i'm not reinventing the wheel so just remember in systems analysis you never want to reinvent the wheel so if you're somebody who likes to build things out from scratch um then that might be the opposite kind of uh mentality basically than than systems analysis systems analysis you want to bring together a lot of things that are already there um use as much as you can of what's already there and once you've definitely determined that this thing definitely does not exist that's where your work starts and i feel like that's true for a lot of research projects right like ultimately this is research and research is about literature review and understanding what work has already been done up to now and then once you know that that's when your lit review is done and that's when you can add to the field and that's the new work that you're doing so without knowing what's already been done you're not really advancing the field so i feel like that's definitely true in general as well as in systems analysis so that's exactly what i'm trying to do is like make sure i understand what's been already done then i can take that use what i can use and then create what's not there already and then do the analysis to again solve the problem so all of these steps that are being taken um is to solve a problem so it's you know the person who's building a tool ultimately is solving a problem too right everybody is solving a problem i feel like anybody who gets to keep a job safely these days is somebody who's solving a problem now the nature of the problem may be different like when you're building a tool the problem you're solving may be different than when you're doing a systems analysis problem but it's still solving a problem so keep in mind about that um and i feel like uh you know little bit of a related topic is like i i'm hearing about some layoffs and people losing their jobs and hiring freezes in certain sectors right now and i would just say that don't worry too much about that because if you are ultimately a person who can do technical work and you can solve a problem 
or problems like and again solving a problem being a problem solver means like you when you are faced with a problem you can solve it like you can come up with things to solve it like you'll brainstorm like it, and you know it's probably going to be a hard problem too because the easy ones are probably already solved so having that kind of problem solving mentality is uh something that i think will always keep your job safe like you'll always have job security with that so um that's another good thing i think about these types of roles um and yeah so i hope that you found this discussion uh helpful if you are interested in systems analysis definitely look out for uh those types of roles when they get posted i think you'll you know if this kind of thing resonated with you uh what i was saying about the big picture problem solving if that resonated with you then i think you'll have a lot of fun with a systems ana- analysis role in the right kind of place um and again i would definitely adv- like recommend any of the national labs or um even like some of these companies uh for a role like that and i think you'll have a lot of fun so um so yeah i hope that that helps and best of luck good luck with everything to post more often and uh yeah see you next time thank you so much